Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today you're listening to myself, Mark Hirons, and Jordan Jameson Kabalka. This is episode 112 of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Jordan is a designer based at an agency called Red Square in Alabama. We've been following him on Instagram for quite a while now and have been a big fan of his use of textures in his illustrations and logos. So we do talk a little bit about that in the podcast. We also talk about moving away from his home in Michigan to go and study design in Las Vegas. And then how he took a massive shift in direction and moved down to the southern states. So I really hope you enjoy this podcast. If you're enjoying the show, why not take a screenshot whilst you're listening, upload it to Instagram stories and tag us at Creative Waffle. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Design Cuts. You can find the link in the description, the referral link we've got over them. Any purchases made through that link will help out the show and fund the show. So head over to Design Cuts via the link in the description. So let's get on with the podcast. This is my chat with Jordan Jameson Kabalka. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. First of all, can we talk a bit more about your background growing up, uh, your parents' education and, and finding design? Yeah, absolutely. So grew up, uh, born and raised in Michigan. So uh, like Southeast Michigan, Metro Detroit area, pretty normal upbringing, you know, riding bikes, uh, running around the neighborhood, making havoc, you know. So yeah, I mean, I lived there until I was uh, about 22. I kind of got a late start into design. Um, So like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do immediately. So I kind of just like floated around, uh, went to community college for a little bit, but, uh, you know, drawing and art was always a, a pretty big part of my life. Like I've always done it. It wasn't until I was like 22 until I like figured out that I could make money in design or in art doing design. So, um, I ended up moving out to Las Vegas with my, uh, then girlfriend with like $800. <laughs> Crazy. So, uh, yeah, went out there and um, checked into design school. And, uh, you know, did, you, did you know there. you were going to design school? Did, did you know you are going to go to design school in Las Vegas? Or, uh, yeah, or yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, I just knew, like, at that time, like, I kind of wanted to change. You know, it was, like, the height of the recession here. So it was, like, 2008, I think. You know, it was really hard to find a job in, well, in Michigan at that time. So I was just like, you know, kind of wanted a fresh start. So we went out there and like, you know, before then we, I started like researching design schools and stuff, you know, something to be like proactive, like something to benefit me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I found uh, the Art Institute, I ended up graduating from there in 2012. Yeah, I've been, you know, pretty much working professionally since 2012, but, uh, kind of funny story like like prior to going out to las vegas uh i was almost a pipe fitter so uh so michigan's got a real blue collar uh kind of uh i guess vibe or uh mentality towards uh work a lot of opportunities kind of revolve around like auto industry and like what's quite my news yeah i mean unless you go like you know a certain collegiate route or something but I don't know. College really wasn't for me until I decided I wanted to do, you know, do art. So, so you, so you say you're always creative as a kid. What sort of stuff were you making or drawing or anything um, specific? You know, I like as a kid, I loved dirt bikes and I loved, you know, football. It was just, I was kind of all over the place. So, like, you know, as a kid, I would always draw like, you know, dirt bikes and like motocross stuff. So I was really into that, uh, like cars. Um, you know, like 
yeah like movie stuff like i loved batman so like i probably drew batman like a thousand times you know <laughs> but yeah like i was always you know drawing something like there was always scratch paper around you know something for me to doodle on so i remember making like little 3d like models of like dirt bikes and stuff nice. kind of best, so. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. yeah. is, there any, is there anything you knew you wanted to do before you found design or, or you had any dreams you had yeah um you know well i played i actually played soccer from grade nice. one until my freshman year of uh junior college when i was undecided of what i wanted to do i don't know like as a little kid or you know growing up you you always have like that thing where like you can do anything sort of so like you know like oh i might you know be a professional soccer player or something or like you know so you always have that um but i mean i i was always i was kind of wrote off like you know doing art for a living because like there was always that age-old like you know my radar as far as like what i could do you know until i got older and discovered yes. that it was, like possible like you know like you know also growing up like skateboarding and snowboarding was a big part of what i like to do and uh i guess that was one of the first things that i guess made me aware of design you know just like looking at like skateboard logos and graphics and stuff and that was really my uh my introduction to that world i guess yeah yeah I mean, we'll come on to textures and stuff later, but obviously stickers and things being scuffed up, is that like a bit a bit of uh, inspiration for that? Yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. I mean, I mean, it's a part of, you know, skateboarding. You know, you get this fresh new graphic and you kind of, you know, do a board slide and it just, you know, destroys it. But uh, I guess like, uh, yeah, like the texture stuff, I just love old looking, like something that looks like it's been around, you know? Yeah. What about your parents? Well, I'm always interested in that. I'm always interested in if if uh, if, if they were like, pushing into pushing you into creativity or, or getting you involved in in more sporty stuff. Yeah, you know, they were like really open to really whatever I wanted to do. They just wanted me to be like successful in whatever I did. Like you know, they always they wanted me to go to like college and like you know just figure it out and get a good wage. You know, um, but they were always supportive of like what I wanted. Uh, you know, when I played sports, they were always really uh, supportive of that. Um, obviously, like, they bought me a motorcycle when I was a kid. So, they like, I don't know, whatever I wanted to do, they were kind of, like, just supportive of that. Um, yeah, my, my dad, he was, like, when I told him I wanted to, you know, go to art school, he was, like, you know, that's that's great. Like, he didn't have, like, he was not, like, an artistic kind of guy. He was, like, right. a realtor. So, uh, yeah, I was always kind of, like, me and my brother always drew when we were kids. But I was kind of the only one who just like kept going with it, and uh, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, the parents were always supportive of really whatever I wanted to do. Um, they never really said I couldn't do anything or anything like that. So yeah, just awesome. I wanted the best, you know. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to have it. Yeah, uh, so so it's crazy, isn't it? just just moving out of LA. Uh, I keep saying LA, um, Las Vegas, Vegas, never 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 one. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what sort of made, what inspired that decision? What sort of made you made you go there? Because that's that's a crazy move. Yeah, it's super drastic. Uh, like I said, like I, I moved out there with the, my girlfriend at the time. Um, it was just like you know we were both kind of like wanting to do something like different, I guess. So right. moving out west seemed like a pretty good pretty good idea at the time, not fiscally. But yeah, her her dad lived out there at that time, so it was kind of like a you know, when we got there, we had, we had a place to, 
kind of land and, and hang out for a while till we figure uh, some stuff out. And she wanted to go to culinary school. So it was, we both had goals when we moved out there. So it wasn't too like willy nilly, just, you know, let's do something crazy. So we, we both kind of had a, a kind of a loose plan in mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why is it, is it literally just because it was so different? That's, that's why you chose Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it was different. Like I've always kind of wanted, wanted to move out West, just go to the mountains, you know? So nice. Michigan's like, it's pretty flat. Like we have the lakes and stuff, which is amazing, but we don't quite have that mountain landscape. So, um, right. it's always been like, it was always like a dream of mine to, you know, live in that kind of area. Um, so that was like another check in the box for, for Las Vegas and the fact that, you know, we had a place to actually land. So it was like a little bit of an easy transition, you know, a wild time, but yeah. What was it like living out there? Cause it's if everyone from over here, at least that you always see the gambling side of it. You always see the, the lights and the flashy stuff, but I never really, yeah, yeah. it's almost like just a holiday destination. You never know that people are going to live there. I know. Yeah. Some people like just have no idea that there's like a suburb part of Las Vegas, but, uh, yeah, it's actually a huge city. Um, I mean, you know, it's a big city, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, when you go there, you're kind of like contained in this little like playground for adults. Uh, but beyond, beyond that, there's like a huge valley of like everyday people who get up and go to work and, you know, at any kind of normal job, you know, but it, there is that any day of the week, you can go have a crazy weekend, like on the strip, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, even beyond, beyond that, like there's just a, like a ton of out, outdoor stuff to do. There's Red Rock Canyon, which you can do like hiking or Mount Charleston. You can actually go snowboarding. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a wild thing. Cause like you can kind of be in an Alpine area while looking down in like the desert Valley. It's kind of mind blowing, but yeah, you can, you That's could literally, stuff. yeah, you could actually like wakeboard, skateboard and snowboard all in the same bay if you really wanted to, you know, it's all there. I don't know. It was, it was a cool, it was a cool place. There's lots to do there. So. But from actually living there, how practical is it? Cause it's, and also is it, is, is um, it in the gambling area as well? Yeah. I mean, gambling is sort of like ingrained in that city. So like you could go to any part of it and find a, like a casino if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. Because like, how far away is it from the, from the strip? How far away are you living from that? Um, you, can, you can kind of always see it. Like, <laughs> it, it, like the strip is like in the middle of the, so it's a big like valley. Right. And so the strip is kind of located cent in the center and everything right. kind of sprawls out like beyond that. So you can always see it really like literally, like you can see the Luxor light, like jetting into the sky, like at any, you know, any location in the, in the valley. So you're probably like, I guess the farthest you could go is 40 minutes in either, in any direction, really. Um, oh, it's beyond, really beyond that, yeah beyond that it's just you're in the desert really <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Wow. how did you, yeah. how did you manage living with that though because you, you like you say you can't i mean i suppose there's too much there's, there's almost too much to do so you don't ever get bored so i guess that's that's how you do it yeah my plate was pretty full when i was there just going to school like i was you know doing that and working so i didn't have too much of a opportunity to get too crazy but i mean like on the weekends and stuff you know, friends and I would, you know, go have a blast, but, you know, on a limited budget, on a college student budget, so <laughs> no short of fun. <laughs> what was that? What was high school like and what sort of stuff did they teach you there? 
it was a good, it was a really good time. Like I met a lot of like great friends out there. You know, I, I, I was lucky enough to have like some, like a handful of like really good instructors. One of them was um, a former creative director over at Saatchi. He used to work on all the Toyota stuff over there in like the mid nineties and stuff. He's a, he's an old school guy, like a really well diverse, like just fountain of knowledge. Uh, his name was Don Lance. He kind of, he, he actually introduced me. Well, so when I was like a brand new student, he like, I remember he broke out all this like and stuff. And I think this was like 2009 or 10, I think. But he showed me a bunch of his, uh, just, I think he had like a poster or something with like, you know, all of the things on it, you know, the pretty yeah. much everything poster. And, uh, yeah. but yeah, he, he kind of introduced me to like all these cool little niches and niches and uh, design and, um, but yeah, like a lot of, a lot of our instructors were just, you know, really personable and super helpful. Um, one of our other, one of my other instructors, he was a, a painter for Madame Tussauds. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So like when I was in school, I like to do a lot of like, you know, drawing and stuff and life drawing and stuff, stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he was, my instructor was, uh, a pretty, pretty good figure he's, he's, artist. So yeah, he was, yeah he painted like the wax figures yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah but yeah it was, it was a great experience in in school other than getting out and getting the bill but <laughs> while i was there it was great well uh, is there any like really crazy stories from from because uh, from over here is from the perspective we get of american college and then combining it with the las vegas lifestyle what sort of uh yeah i mean <laughs> That was a totally different college experience. Uh, it almost didn't feel like I was in college. Right. Like at the time, I mean, obviously I went to school and did all this stuff, but it was just not close to like a traditional American university or anything like that. Crazy stories. Like, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> it was, it was, I saw a lot of sunrises. I'll put it that way. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what sort of stuff do they teach you at college? What sort of, what did you learn and was it like just the fundamentals of design or? Yeah, you know, it was mainly fundamentals. Um, it was mainly graphic design and like touched in advertising a little bit. Yeah, main, I mean, mainly fundamentals like logo design and like all the different touch points of branding, you know, jumping into uh, publication design, uh, learning how to lay out, you know, like a book or a menu or so anything with like a lot of copy or text. So it, it really, they really like touched on every facet of it, even like animation, which I was, I was garbage at because we had the, like at that time we were using flash and like, I was just not into it. I was like, this sucks, but and I, yeah, but animation is one of the things I'm still wanting to kind of break into a little bit as far as like, I mean, just having a, another tool under my belt, but, um, but yeah, school, they, they really touched on a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I really set you up for it. Yeah, yeah they kind of just give you the tools. And, you know, a lot of kids, I mean, kids don't get it, but like, I don't know, they, they give you the tools, right? And like a lot of kids, they'll they'll just kind of like coast through it and just not, just totally like, just not get it. You know, the, the third of my class is really cut out to be in the design industry. You know, you have to take it into your, in your own hands, really um to kind of further it so 
they can only do so much, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I guess if, if you're not if you're not uh, doing stuff in your own time as well, you won't won't get any better, and you won't look, keep learning. Um, so, so, what are you doing now? Yeah. Where are you? Where is, where is this taking you? Uh, so currently, I'm in uh, Mobile, Alabama. Uh, so that's um, basically as south as you can go without you know going into like Florida. So uh, I'm on the Gulf Coast. So we're it's a coastal city. Yeah, I don't know. I've been so. So I was in Vegas for five years and then I moved here about five years ago. So both places, yeah. five years. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a culture shock moving to the South. Uh, it has some pretty stereotypical, like, uh, <laughs> you know, whenever, when anyone thinks of the South and the U S it's, it's pretty country or hillbilly kind of ish. But oh, uh, so I went to uh, creative South for the first time last year and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I got there, I was like, "Oh wow, this is America! Like this is this is actually what America." Because I've been to New York before, yeah. But like such a such an international city now, uh, and yeah, 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 and and it's crazy going to somewhere that like you see in the films and think I've never seen this in America before. But then going to the actual the South and seeing these old yeah. these like these real homes and and uh, real people, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Columbus, Georgia. That's like I mean, it's it's pretty comparable to mobile actually um you have that like quintessential like southern like road the trees kind of overtake it sort of uh, it kind of it also resembles a lot of like new orleans um kind of as far as like the arch the french architecture and all that um but yeah yeah creative south was was I, you know I, I, like i think i've seen you i think i saw you at creative south but oh, really? I, yeah <laughs> like now like i'll see you like on my instagram so i'm like well aware of like what you look like but i'm like thinking back like to creative south and i'm pretty sure i've seen you there i just didn't know you at the time so yeah exactly it was the same same year yeah i don't I mean i didn't I, I didn't really know what you looked like back then but um yeah well are you going next year yeah i'll probably go um it's so close you know um yeah, yeah. to me um you know it's a drive away it's probably like four hours or something like that so yeah. Yeah, it's it's too close for me to not go, you know, because there's so many amazing like designers and illustrators that that go there, and uh, yeah, it's just a great time. But oh, yeah, it's incredible. I miss it every week. Every week I think about that beautiful sun, uh, the, uh, the lovely, the lovely people, the relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, I want to go back. Um, oh, so I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what's what's been your favorite uh, place to live in out of the three? Um, you know, like I. When I moved here, like I was really unsure, but uh, I kind of like as I as I you know lived here, like you you find things to appreciate and uh, just new things that to discover really. And yeah, I don't know, like it it turned out better than I expected, I guess, uh, to to move into the south. But I mean, I, I love a lot of different things about each one. You know, obviously, like all my family and stuff, or most of my family's in Michigan. So did you go but, back there that much? Um, yeah, I try to I try to visit as often as I can. But yeah, obviously, like I miss the people there, like friends and family in Vegas. Obviously, yeah, I still have family or friends out there. Um, just the being out west, I was I, I love being out west. Um, just being with like the mountains and mm -hmm. the crazy landscape, and yeah, it was fun. So each one really has its has its perks and benefits. So yeah. So, so you're down, you're down in um, Alabama for a, a job, uh, for your agency job. Yeah, that's yeah, what so actually brought me out here. Yeah. 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 What's all that about, and and sort of what agency you're working at, and. Yeah, they they actually brought me. That's why I'm 
like relocated to Alabama. So when I was when I graduated school, um, I was I was working at the Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce at that time, and it was just like very kind of like dull, boring, like in-house work. They give you this thing like, oh, we need this 25-page thing laid out, uh, you know, this afternoon, and it's just like super had a government kind of feel just very like stale and like i think i only lasted like six months there so so it's cut off. so for six six months like that that's the sort of same time i feel like i can sit in a job and do a repetitive thing was it was it what sort of feeling were you feeling like after six months and yeah after six, i was just burnt out on like yeah. just because i wanted to i wanted to do good work you know like i wanted the opportunity to you know work on fun clients and branding projects or ad campaigns or you know at that time i was very like i didn't know like which direction i wanted to go like branding or um advertising or whatever mm-hmm. yeah just like burnt out on like the super stale nature of that work you know i was just applying everywhere back home or like you know in vegas it was kind of really locked up there wasn't a whole lot of jobs um available at that time and i knew that i didn't want to work at a casino i bet there's plenty of jobs for casino work Oh man, yeah, there is. Uh, it's kind of it's really turn and burn, though. You know, you know, oh, we need an invite in like an hour or whatever. I just wasn't about that. I didn't want to do that. So uh, I just kind of scoured for you know agencies around who are willing to take in a freshly out of school designer. I, I had been following uh, this company Red Square for a little while on Facebook. I just they always had like a like a cheeky kind of, I don't know, tone about them and they did yeah. good work. So I was like, I remember seeing like this ad on Facebook that they posted. It was like, you know, hiring art directors or whatever. And they had like, uh, this like draw this turtle, you know, you've seen those like old timey, like, uh, art school, like draw this thing. And, uh, but it was a play on that. So like they were hiring art directors, like a designer art director role and, uh, draw this turtle and send it in kind of thing. So I did it. Uh, it was, it, well, it was like a cheeky aspect of their right. uh, application. Um, so I did that and, uh, you know, they called me a couple weeks later, you know, they were like, Hey, fly down here for an interview. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's do it. Let's check it out. So they flew me down there and, uh, you know, it went great. It was, <laughs> I mean, I went from Las Vegas, which is just bone dry to the south in end of july which is a swamp it's crazy you just feel like you're constantly wet you're just like (laughs) it's it was unbelievable that was the one thing where i was like i don't know if i could live here like just based on that just because i was used to such a dry climate but yeah like they brought me down here and you know took me out to dinner and all that like it was funny it was weird because i like i brought my portfolio with me like metal super nice little book uh that they basically make you get when you're getting out of art school i had all my work in there they didn't even ask to see it they just saw what i had online and they're like oh basically if you have the job like, awesome. like all right I like i think i moved down there a month later yeah i mean i've been there ever since uh the company is red square by the way which is funny because at that time <laughs> they were doing a lot of casino gaming work so i kind of like uh resisted the urge to like work at a casino in vegas uh, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a design team there and then I went there 
and they do a lot of casino gaming work. So it was that, I mean, the, but the benefit was like, I got to work on like a whole bunch of other stuff. Like I, you know, worked hard rock casino and stuff. They always did pretty fun work. And I was just kind of, I, I wanted to get the experience. So like, I was kind of willing to compromise that aspect because I knew they did like other work other than casinos. So, um, yeah. so now, I mean, I, I primarily do a lot of branding work there. So well, branding work and um, sometimes campaign work. We've worked with uh, the University of Alabama. We did a couple of their television spots. It was pretty cool. Campaigns expounded on that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty fun because it's like you get to work on a lot of different clients, you know, week to week or month to month or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's always something fairly new. That's cool about agencies as well because you can, you can bring in these bigger clients, work on some really big things. Red yeah. Square has been working. Like, I've, I look at the website. It's, we've been working on some really big stuff like Nest Cafe, uh, Google yeah. stuff. Yeah, we've gotten some pretty decent clients. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's it's exciting. Just you know, it's. I mean, I I wouldn't mind working as like an in-house role, just to given the right product. But um, yeah, just the the variety is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was even this being a creative waffle podcast. Uh, I, I saw the stuff you did for Waffle Stop. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was, that was one of our, you know, variety of things we get to work on. And uh, an old client of Red Square, he got us in touch with this guy who's opening up this waffle themed uh, restaurant in Tacoma, Washington. So just a little bit outside of Seattle. Yeah. They wanted a really cool, like, like fun flair to their brand. And it was just, it was a super fun project to work on. Like, yeah. And the fact that they allowed me to do that, like, that kind of style was a little new to me at that time because a lot of it, a lot of the stuff that I had worked on before that was very corp, well, not corp, well, corporate enough, like hard rock and stuff. Yeah. So it's cool like, you know, to make it, you know, something just new, you know? Yeah. But yeah, prior to that, I actually, I was in Brussels. I, was, I remember being on the, the phone with them, like, and it was like a new business meeting kind of thing. And the fact that I was in Brussels and I was like eating waffles, they were like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait for you to work on It was the weirdest thing. It was the fact that I was in Brussels and I was eating waffles and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That was just like a major selling point for them. It was really weird. Match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what, what sort of stuff that include that project? Um, so we did, so initial branding, you know, basically a, a brand guide, uh, everything that that's entailed there. Mark, lettering, uh, colors, typefaces. And then we we got to work with the interior design company on that as well. So like doing a lot of the, the in-store just art or inlays and stuff. Like, uh, so when you enter the store, like there'd be like a copper inlay that says Waffle Stop. So yeah, there's a lot of different facets of, of that. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was a really fun project for that one. Yeah, I think I did, I did a bathroom wallpaper. It was pretty great. Woman like jumping in the air with a plate of waffles. It was just like a repeated pattern. It was it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I like, like, that was like the first time I got to work on something that was just really taken like the full way through, you know, a lot of times you work on a branding project and like, you'll do like a logo and like a brand identity package and you kind of hand it off to them and it's up to them to do whatever with it, what they want. So with that, we got to kind of like work beyond that, which is really great. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. It really sort of makes it your client and uh, not sharing yeah. it around. So it's cool. Yeah, um, and they still they still come to us uh, stuff here and there, so it's just it's cool. 
Nice. I'll have to check that more. I'm going to have to have a look more at the at more of their stuff for uh, for inspiration for the podcast and posters and adverts. Because uh, they look yeah. good. I saw a few shots, but what sort of stuff do you look at for every on the on the daily when you're looking at bigger projects for the agency? Like for example, that waffle stuff. Where do you where do you take inspiration from? Um, you know, I I mean, the, actually, like the main inspiration, like when I first like started that project, it was you know when you're like mixing waffles and you know it's just in that gooey form like i just imagine taking it and like drawing the letters with the batter you know and so that was the main inspiration conceptually i guess you know i, I would look at like other you know restaurant branding like like carpenter collective they always do like brilliant restaurant branding and uh it was it was one particular project that was like really inspiring seeing how they kind of laced the branding through every kind of little aspect of it and it was really cool to see that's one thing that uh, a lot of new designers this podcast is listened to it by a lot of new designers and uh, young designers that's one thing that i don't think people do enough is think about how the actual products and service can influence the branding rather than just the yeah. look and feel of it because a lot of people just go straight onto pinterest and and you know, research other waffle branding uh other waffle houses and brand branding and they won't look at yeah. um I want to look at the actual products and, and how that can influence it and how you could be a bit more creative. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that and how do you sort of get away from it or how do you take all the information from the product? Yeah, you know, it's just like a part of the process, just figuring out all the different, you know, it, you got to sketch, you got you to look at inspiration and just going through that process, you just have to like exhaust all of your resources and just kind of really like you know i i start everything by sketching uh, that's that's really the main thing it's you know i mean obviously you got to get out there and like look at things in the wild and stuff like that but um you know i i think a lot of magic happens like right in the sketchbook you know um yeah it comes from your brain it, yeah yeah it's it's like yeah it's like the quickest connection from like brain to you know hand and you know it's like your brain on the paper and it's you know you you come up with stuff that you would have never came up with if you don't start that way happy mistakes or whatever like it it all kind of happens there first kind of spawns from there so yeah happy mistakes are great a lot of my my branding stuff and things i've done for clients have been happy mistakes so it's always good (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely you know, you might have like a happy accident and you're like, oh, well, that like really ties into this brand in this way, you know, and it's like, okay. So you're thinking about rationale, like as you're designing and, you know, I don't know, just it, sometimes it just clicks and comes together like that. Yeah, it's a great moment. Uh, yeah. Moving back to the texture stuff on your Instagram and, and your personal work yeah. seems to be more like texture heavy and um, thick and, and sort of like, like we were talking about earlier on, a bit, a bit older sort of feel to it. Um, yeah. Where did that come from? I would say that's more like a my raw kind of like style, I guess. You know, like I said, I, I grew up drawing a lot. So like, so this was, just, this is more of like the translation of like me drawing in my sketchbook. And I recently got an iPad and that's just kind of like, you know, jet fueled it into like, you know, my production as far as that goes. Yeah. I, like my sketchbook and my, well, my Instagram style is more like, I don't want to say it's like my Instagram style, but that's mainly, it's like my sketchbook really, like is what it is. Yeah. My digital sketchbook really. Uh, nice. Yeah. I'll pepper in some like, you know, for my day job or whatever sometimes, but um, you know, it's been said a lot of times, like, you know, putting out the work that you want to get back. So that's kind of been it. What I really have always loved doing is just drawing and sketching. And like, if I could just have a, just be paid to just draw and doodle things all day, 
Like that's what I would do. So like, this is, that's pretty much what I do as far as like what I'm throwing on Instagram is uh, a lot of hand-drawn stuff. Um, yeah. You know, ideas that come into my head that are inspired by like everyday things, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. With the texture stuff. I mean, I, I've tried to use Texas in my work before. How, how can people, how, how, do, how do you use it properly? I mean, because you can overdo it. You can overdo it on textures, but you got like a really nice feel to it. Yeah, you could definitely overdo it. Like, you know, when I'm when I'm making stuff, something like, for example, if I, I don't know, like a badge or something, like a hand-drawn badge or I don't know, think about how it would wear like in natural conditions. It's it's really easy to just take a, a perfectly designed badge or whatever and throw like a background color texture on it or whatever. Um, but then it just looks like it snowed all over your design or something. It just, it doesn't look proper, you know, I don't know, like roughing up the edges and like, I don't know, you just really got to get in there. There's layers to it. You know, there's layers to texture. It's not just going to be like a texture thrown on top of it. Like the letters are going to have a certain wear and like um, the background's going to have a certain wear. Got to think about that of how it would naturally kind of wear. I, that's just how I try to think about it when I'm like texturing something, you know, I really like it. It's a shadow as well. As, as you, when you do it in shadowing, shadowing and highlighting, I think it's really clever because it's, uh, yeah. it's subtle, but it's noticeable enough to, to make it eye catching. Yeah. It's easy to overdo it. Um, Sometimes I'll probably overdo it in what I'm doing, but it's just like, it's like I said, it's like my sketchbook kind of thing. Where'd you buy your textures? Where'd you get them from? Um, so mainly Retro Supply, uh, Retro Supply Co, uh, Dustin Lee. I mainly use that really. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I've worked with them um, on a brush set, um, just doing like the cover art for them, uh, for that set. It was um, the Dead Pen set. And it was, you know, mainly like a really inky, uh, texture had like some stippling, but yeah, I use a lot of, I, I've primarily used that, you know, I've had some textures that I use, like that I've collected, like that I've just had for years, you know, you know, I've made some, yeah, no, I like, uh, I use, yeah, I mean, they're pretty much everything you could really imagine that you would need as far as like, if you want to put a texture on something, you know? Yeah. yeah Dustin's awesome. And his, yeah. uh, his works yeah. in Putting up this massive archive of retro stuff is incredible. Yeah, it's it's killer stuff. Great, it's a great resource. Uh, so the last three questions I ask everyone. First of all, what's your best advice to creatives? The best advice for creatives, I would say, as far as like original work, like I find it best to like it starts at the sketchbook. Really, I don't know. Getting out and like discovering new stuff, just like just finding inspiration in in uh, in unexpected places, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, draw. You know, you see something you like, and you see you get some inspiration for it, and just sketch it or something. Like you, I did. That's just how I uh, get my ideas into reality. Really, sketch, find your voice um, that way. Which is, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a hands-on kind of like designer, I guess, in that sense. Absolutely, awesome. Uh, what's your best purchase under a hundred under a hundred dollars? Um, I think I have a couple. So I bought. I was at the grocery store the other day, and I bought yeah. this uh, this apple slicer. This thing is amazing. This thing. I mean, you just like put it over, you know, the apple, and it slices it into like. Maybe I'm new. Like maybe I'm just like a fool because I've never seen this before. But I bought it. It just like changed my snap game forever. It's just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like under ten dollars. So I think, it, yeah, something like that. Probably recently, I think I got the uh, the lettering library from Retro Supply, and that was really cool. There's just like a ton of 
lettering resources. So like, I'm not like, I wouldn't like consider myself like a great letter or anything, uh, pretty novice. Uh, but I recently got that and there's just like so much, I haven't even gotten through it, but there's just like a ton of old lettering books that like you really can't find anywhere. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think that was like $50. So what's that like uh, books and stuff or, or is it what was involved in that? Yeah. So basically, um, I think it was like Jason, I forget the designer who kind of like collected all of these massive amounts of lettering books over the years. And uh, so basically what it is, is so each book is sort of like photographed from like the top. So it's like, you know, it goes from page to page. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. There's just like, I don't even know how many books, I don't know, maybe like a hundred or over a hundred or something. Oh yeah. It's like 125 books or something. I haven't even like cracked the surface of that, (laughs) but yeah, it was, I recently bought that one. Yeah. Trying to, trying to tune up my lettering work, you know? Yeah, nice. It's yeah. a good way of doing it, like learning, learning online. You can learn anything, so it's good. So the last question is, how do you want to be remembered? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, as far as, like, me as a person, probably just, like, you know, someone who's, who who is kind and, uh, um, I guess, thoughtful and, I don't know, a good friend, basically. Uh, as far as, like, a designer, hopefully that weaves into that, too. Um, but... I don't know. I, it's hard to say because I'm still kind of like carving out my my style and you know figuring out the things that I want to accomplish. But um, I guess for design, I'll, you know, hopefully they remember me as like a good designer. You know, um, but yeah, it's hard to t- it's hard to say. Just carving that out still. You know, still. Yeah, it's a big be, question. Yeah, still trying to be a student as far as that goes. But you know, just awesome. a good a good dude who can draw some fun stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, where, where can people find you and say hello to you and, and find following you on social media? Yeah. So, uh, Instagram, it's, um, Jordan Jameson. So yeah, I, I made that a while ago. So I'm like stuck with the handle. It's my middle name. So Jordan Jameson Kabalka. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Jordan Jameson on Instagram, um, Jordan Kabalka on dribble. And then if you want to check out my website that hasn't been updated in a while, <laughs> that's uh, kabalka.com. So K-A-B-A-L-K-A.com. Nice one. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for us to be on the podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm keeping up the twice a week schedule that I put on myself at the start of the year, uh, every Monday, every Friday. It's going pretty well at the moment. I'm feeling, feeling very fresh. I've talked to a lot of designers. It's great. So I hope you enjoy the new schedule and lots more advice and chats with uh, other great designers. But yeah, thank you very much. Subscribe, uh, watch other episodes. I'll see you in the next one.